Hello and welcome back to Matt Chats, episode 22, and I'm by myself today. I don't know, I've got Hayden Arducci here. Hayden, how are you, my friend? They would have been really fooled by the fact that this is probably titled Matt Chats with Hayden Arducci, and it's advertises <laughs> Matt Chats with me, and then they're like, what is it, just Matt by himself? I thought he was with Hayden. It would so have been a shock to the it system. It would have. I'm so sorry to everyone that we've shocked. Um, your heart's all right. Going to be talking a lot of everything today. Okay. Uh, yeah, we were on the fly. We're on the fly. We've, yep. we've just walked in. We've just turned the lights on. You messaged me on Tuesday. Um, I'll have a run sheet for you. And then you messaged me, I believe, yesterday <laughs> yeah. or this morning. And you were like, I won't have a run sheet for you. We're just <laughs> pretty much. I've got a piece of paper and a pen in front of me. Um, and I'm excited to see oh, what's going to happen. You've given me some ideas now. So who knows what that piece so has So did you not have an idea for it before? Um, I did Did have a rough idea. Okay. Uh for the fans, I said to I asked him if we were doing short stories, if we were going to get or whatever the word I'm looking for is something that spurs the imagination, like three topic words to write a short story. For Adjectives, 10 no, verbs, no, it's not it at mystery all. Mystery sentences. No, I know I do know what you're talking about. Something to do with when you talk when you're doing story structure. No, There's something not, in not that. story structure. Like just three words that you have to base your story off, and they are. And that's the word I'm missing. There's a missing link, but that was that was what I was thinking we were doing. They're the clouds. Yeah. No, it doesn't work. Okay. Like. But I think uh, if we were to do that, it'd be a bit risky given this is unlined paper. It's just blank paper. And mm. I'm not... Could have I'm, the ha- I'm, for the hand I am a free. reckless man, Matt. You know that I'm a very reckless man, but I'm not even close to that reckless to, wow. to write sentences on blank paper with no lines. That's big. Yeah. Uh, First of all, uh, obviously you have your podcast, The Footy Yarn. I do. Um, is it a bigger honour to be on The Footy Yarn or to get... Is this your third episode of Matt I Chats? believe third, yes. What, what's bigger? Um, well, definitely this, oh, naturally. Okay. Obviously, I've been on The Footy Yarn probably over 100 times now. We've done several episodes of several things, um, but I've only been on here three times, so oh. you just have to do the maths. Fair enough. You know, obviously less is more, so <laughs> you feel like this probably is a bigger podcast than The Footy Yarn. <laughs> Spiritually, in some capacity, yeah. well, it depends what you base it off. Um, I'm going to ask first. Just yep. uh, who's your who's the your favourite interviewer you've had so far? Um, oh, that's that's real tough. I have a few favourites. Mm. I have some that I still keep in touch with uh, very regularly. Yeah, I believe I'm meeting Shannon Neal for dinner tonight, or maybe we're just really? meeting up in Fremantle tonight. Yes, uh, he's hot. in he's in Perth for the week. Um. But Nathan O'Driscoll from Fremantle was one. Denver was also one, but we sort of knew Denver before. But Nathan was one where everyone's sort of like a bit shy when you first meet him. It's like a bit awkward. Mm. But with Nathan, it was like as if you and I were seeing each other, but we hadn't seen each other for several months. Yeah. It was like that. I believe you've met him at the Windsor. We went to the Windsor that one time. Yeah, I did. I did. Have we told the fans about the Windsor? Was that um, on the go first ahead. Episode? Go ahead. Well, I was discussing it yesterday as well because um, mm. my friend from Perth, Tony Musa, oh, yeah. who we went to the Windsor yeah. for, yes, um, how we accidentally went into the wrong end of the Windsor. Yeah. It turns out that wasn't the Windsor, that was Milftros. <laughs> um, the Milf distant Tros. cousin of Metros, but it's purely <laughs> just Milfs there. And um, they're aggressive, they're assertive Milfs. And uh, one pint, there was probably three Milfs that came to our table in yeah. the span of one pint. That's extremely fair. I know the woman wasn't keen to let you in. She yeah. didn't believe the your idea was yeah. real. No. Uh, but the wind's not a bad place. I don't mind it. We no, need to go back there. I don't mind it. It's, it's got character. It does. The other the other part of the wind's is a bit small for my liking. It is. Um, it would work, but it's just a bit tight. So you can't really do much there. 
You just sort of get a table and then you can't all leave that table. Well, I can tell you it doesn't stop their MILFs from having a dance. No. Well, that's the MILF part, but then the other part where there's no MILFs and it's all oh, the young people. Of course, people, yes. That part's a bit, uh, just a bit tight. It is. Tightly squeezed. And it's it's tough sort of to like a, a mini OBH. Yeah, but it's just tough to get a drink there. Yeah, um, that's fair. And it was extremely hard. Yeah, so I think maybe next time if we do go, we just barrel through. We get Kalen Lane there. He's tall. Yeah. He can just maybe just reach over. Reach hey. over. Hey. Is my card. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Laney. We say as we look up to him. <laughs> nice. Uh, I thought Usman Kadir might have been in your top five. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whisper in my ear, Usman Kadir. That was an interesting... Oh, so I would have done four. Was that a match at episode? Yeah, I It guess... was, but I, you weren't really in the episode. Yeah, you came in and I asked some questions. Yeah. And um, oh wow, were there some doozies? So we got, do we do we discuss that or we leave that? We can one? discuss it if you want to. Uh, you can you can discuss it. Well, Hayden asked Usman yep. a question about when he accidentally stood on his own hand in the field. There was obviously some sort of language barrier because Usman somehow interpreted that as "tell us about your drink driving incident." Yeah. Everyone uh, does it. <laughs> He, uh, we did take it out of the podcast because it just didn't make sense. Uh, and he basically just said, you know, it happens. Uh, it was not something I'm proud of. Yeah. I, look, I can't imagine Usman's, actually I could imagine Usman's listening to this episode. He's probably a very keen listener since he came on and featured. But if, like, we were in stitches. Oh yeah. We, cause I had to do a, I had someone coming in, I think Luke Jackson coming in in the studio next door. Yeah, and so Seb was there looking at me, and I was on the floor, like we we had to turn both our mics off so he wouldn't hear us. That's correct. We had to, yeah. Uh, but Usman, we are big fans. If you are, we are, we're huge we fans. Are. I think you were robbed of um, a, a cricketing career within Australia. Obviously, you still have no, that chance. Playing for Pakistan. Pakistan, yeah. He played the other week. Harris Ralph's going to poop a bit. Yeah, but he's still he's getting games. Yeah. Surely he's a test match around the corner for oh, Harris. I really that's. Disappointing. I hope it's just a just a little slump, and he brings I hope it back. So. And it wasn't so much that the opposite that his time at the Stars was a purple patch. Yeah, uh, Usman Kadir. Wouldn't you love to see him play a Test match? Oh, that'd, that'd be, be an interesting Test match. That'd be hot. I'd get very. That's excited. that's Yasser Shah's natural replacement. Usman Kadir. I agree. Imagine after years of Yasser Shah. You get Usman the thirty-seven-year-old Usman Kadir <laughs> makes his debut at Test level, and you see Kelsey Drissel. It's at the Wacker, naturally, not at Optus. Oh, at okay. the Wacker, East Frio's just played there the day before, and then they've come down, nice. and uh, Kelsey Drissel's there. Wish we might hear Usman Kadir the sign. Oh right, you reckon Kelsey Drissel would be the one there with the sign? He did the sign the first time. Oh, that's the timer. You told me that seven minutes into this, we would be doing a freestyle rap. <laughs> oh, shit, that's seven minutes in. Do you want to start? Uh... <laughs> Uh, uh, sure. Um, okay. I'll put I'll put some music on in yep. the background. All right. Uh, what do we want to go with here? Hmm. I will go with. Do you want me to start? No, this is instrumental. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Off you go. Okay. I need a rule. Maybe you'll wait for it to kick in. Wait. This is tough. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. My name's Hayden. I came to say that I am certainly not gay. Wow. Whoa. I don't You're know. I don't two know. liner. Sheesh. I think that's enough. Okay. Uh, I'm impressed though. Thanks. Uh, Are you going to freestyle? I don't want to embarrass myself after that performance. Okay. I'm sorry. Honest. I'm sorry. I set the it bar was, too high. You did set the bar very, ex- extremely high. Like, 
sky length. Yeah. Uh, sky high, like the movie. You watch Sky High? Good film. Great film. Haven't watched it for a long time. Yeah, haven't watched it in a while. Actually, now that I think about it, it's just a real interesting film. It's probably horrible. It's probably a terrible movie. Yeah, maybe watching it back, I'll probably be like, oh, this is junk. This is is dog poop. This is the thing I scoop up in my backyard with a shovel when Dad says, Hayden, you haven't scooped up the dog shit in a while. And I go, okay, I guess. I'll (laughs) scoop it up. And then I say Sky High there. Um, I want to talk a little bit of footy. Not much. Yeah. Because I'm not... I don't feel like talking that much footy. No. Just a smidgen. Shit sport. Who would who would want to talk about footy? Exactly. Um, so apparently, because mm-hmm. I pick it's been already talked about as the next Cyril. Oh, I, I saw the article about is he already better than Prime mm. Cyril? Bit of a stretch. I great great bloke. I met him a couple of times um, yeah. over the summer. Um, he was with my arch nemesis, Liam Henry, um, and saw him like, I think twice or three times, nice. read cat in a hat to him. That copy of cat in a hat has been around the AFL community. Nice. It's nice. been with Trent Rivers, Isaiah Winder, Liam Henry, and Kazai Pickett. Cat in the hat, one of the, yeah. it's, it's had a special place. It has. It's had a very special place. I believe I own three copies of the book. Are um, they all at your home or not? At home, yes. Ooh. But, um, yeah, so... Where was it? Because I pick it. Yeah, very talented. I mentioned it on the footy on. I think he's probably already top five, top ten small forwards in the game right now. Could be the next Cyril for sure. But geez, Aloui is definitely not already prime Cyril. Yeah. Look, could be. Could, could be. A hundred percent. You love to see it. Now, because you're a football expert, yeah, I, I have to know, and you can be on, who, who have you tipped out of Collingwood North Melbourne? I tipped North Purely because, one, I love an underdog story. Yeah. You just can't... It, look, if this was any other team other than Collingwood, you'd want North to win of here. Of course. So, naturally, I yeah. sort of just want North to win here. But it'll be an interesting game because I, I think this game will show a lot about whether, like, Bucks has... Like, it's Bucks and he's lost the change rooms, he's lost the dressing rooms, like, the players don't want to play for Bucks anymore, or if it's just a matter of there's a lot going through the players' heads already, there's all these expectations, pressure, and then you have... You know, two two losses early in the season, and then it's like you smount even more pressure on yourself. Yeah. So you feel like if they lose this game and they go out there and they don't really look like they want it, then maybe Bucks is the issue. But if they go out there, give it a red hot crack. One, they should win if they do. Even though North has really impressed me the last few weeks, how they've been building and getting better. But they they should win Collingwood, and if they don't, you feel like it's either Bucks or this team really is far worse than we think. Look, I uh, I think we'll win. You should. I really but North, have, the, they've crumbled at half time. The, the 20 points up against Melbourne. Yeah, the last few weeks they've crumbled at half time, which has been their issue. I don't think it's a matter of teams like starting slow. I think it's a matter of North doing really well and then sort of just fading away. I did hear Bucks in his press conference. The first thing was asked, is Darcy Moore going back to the back line? He went, yes. And I went, thank fuck. Yeah. Please bring bring Mason Cox exactly. In. Bring Liam McMahon into the frame. My word, what does Liam McMahon have to do? Reef McInnes is apparently a potential up for a debut, which I just think I don't think we should debut another player. Th- it would week. be the most ridiculous thing if four weeks in a row you debuted a midfielder because <laughs> all everyone you've debuted is a midfielder. Finlay McCray, I think they've all rotated forward, but like four weeks in a row, even three weeks in a row, debuting a mid is ridiculous. Yeah. Like I as I love Caleb Pauls, but I don't think he should have debuted last week. Given he was quite good last week. He was. Week, he was very good. And real impressive. But the fact that for Rantel's sake, you give him one game and then drop him. What's that going to do to his confidence? Exactly. Uh, 
I just when we dropped Cox, I just didn't think he was actually playing horrible enough football. It was to probably be his best start to the season. I know. To be fair. I know. I made a bet with Kempy early in the year that for Cox to get twenty five goals and Collingwood make the eight. Now Collingwood aren't going to make the eight, yeah. but he was certainly on track for twenty five goals. Yeah. He had six from the first three games. Now Jordan Dugowie, pretty oh, junk. Me. He just does it. He's good, but doesn't want it. I already spoke about this heaps on Wednesday, but I brought up a point of, you know, two polar opposite players in Jordan Dugowie and Mitch Crowden. Mm. You know, one just tries his heart out, maybe doesn't have all the skills, but he is probably the hardest trying AFL player, and the other is probably the laziest AFL player with all the skills. Who's better, Mitch Crowden or Jordan Dugowie? I'm hashtag team Crowden. Makes me so angry, Hayden, because... But imagine if you had Crowden and Dugowie in one player. Oh. That's the perfect player. It would be. It would be. That is, that's better than Dusty. I The way Dugowie's playing at the moment, I would have happily traded Dugowie and kept the others, which I, think we just, I was suggesting... Yeah, we discussed this. You, you'd rather Stevenson, given his younger, yeah. his shown more, and when he didn't show anything, it was just a matter of one glandular fee and yeah. two gambling. And yeah. they... Both Trelaw and Stevenson both wanted to play at Collingwood. Like, yeah. does Dugowie want to be there? Like, maybe he does, but fuck, he certainly looks like he doesn't want to be and you there. I feel like Dugowie would probably cost more than oh, almost those two yeah. combined. We'd be playing him a ridiculous amount that he's not worth. Yeah, like, you can get rid of Dugowie and then get rid of, like, a Josh Thomas. Or, like, how that bloke is still getting a or game like of a AFL Callum football. Or, or Tyler Brown. The Browns have not come on at all. You get rid of, you even get rid of all three of those blokes. You keep Stevenson and Trelaw. Yeah. That's we need to get youth in the door. Let's trade yeah. the, the rising star from a year ago. Yeah. Good or a good choice, lads. High fives all round. He got glandular fever. Oh, well, fuck, fuck him off. He turned to shit. He got glandular fever, He got lads. glandular fever. And no, you know, no one comes back from glandular fever. That's the end of the road. It is. If you get glandular fever. Unless your name's Trent Rivers, Alec Waterman, just to name a few who have had glandular fever and then come onto the AFL scene and been hits. Nice. Um, now let's talk a little bit of cricket, yep. not IPL, yep. even though it's over, yeah. but you discussed it enough on sport FM. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you. I, it was, it's great whenever I'm driving through work and I hear the Blaine train go, and now we'll go for our hourly update. We've got Maddie Arrowsmith <laughs> in this year. I'm like, yes, come on. Timing lads. So I hate listening to Blaine with no arrow. <laughs> this morning. Yeah. I, the phone rang for a talkback okay. call. I walk out this year, grab it, but Lance is out there, so he grabbed it for me. Yeah. And I, I hear JL Patchman through. Jevin from Leaderville. Oh, and I went, oh, J. Cole. <laughs> so J. Cole comes on and talks a bit of uh, A-League. Uh, he believes that, uh, you see whoever wins the FFA Cup goes straight to the Asian Championship now. Yeah. So he was very against that. He, uh, he... He thinks the team that wins deserves to go there, but he feels like it, uh, the team that wins it, if it wasn't an A-League team, could go and embarrass themselves because the A-League teams can't even go too well in the Asian That's Cup. preposterous that because I would... That that brings me back to Trent Sainsbury said, um, Socceroo, he said when he retires, he'll come back to Perth. He's a Thornley boy, Ooh. but he played for Armadale Soccer Club and he said he wants to get like a bunch of retired Socceroos oh. to Armadale so they can try and go on a push for the FFA That's so Cup. That's hot. Imagine Armadale versus like Shanghai Shenua. <laughs> That's so hot. I'll get around like, that. There's a home game in Armadale. It's at Gwyn Park. Shanghai uh, Shenua have had to rock up to Gwyn Park. Lads, don't worry. They've got $7 pints of Swan <laughs> and they've got a curry night on Saturdays. Oh, fuck. 
I would, I'm not even the biggest soccer fan, but I'd really get around the that. Absolute, that's see, like that saying that you don't want that is preposterous. Yeah. Saying you don't want someone to go out and embarrass themselves when they're just leagues below is preposterous because Armadale would go on a fantasy run. Everyone, everyone in Australia would get around them. So I was going to bring up some county cricket because it is the premier competition yeah. running at the moment. Naturally. Well, I mean, IPL can't even run. Um, big dog Marcus Harris made 100. Good. Batting at three. Mm, I like that. Man. A few of the Australians have had pretty poor starts. Sam Evans and Hassan Azad opening the batting. So okay. Marcus Harris pushed, to, pushed down to three for those two Is men. Graham Onion still kicking about? I'll have a look. He could be. Okay. Um, apparently, Jordan Clarch, along footballer, also yeah. plays cricket. Well, um, he got dropped. For, for Surrey. He got dropped so he could go play yeah. for Surrey. He's got none for 59 of his 15. Yeah, well, at least he went well in the VFL. I mean, it's tough when you're like flying from England to Australia, playing a VFL game, getting 28 touches, and flying back to England. Well, our boy Danny Briggs is playing. Briggsy. He's had a pretty shocking start to the season. Robbie Yates opening the batting, whoever that is. Yep. Peter Milan. Yep. With a P I E. Definitely related to Derby. Oh, Tim Bresnan made a 20. <laughs> Who else is here? Good Timothy. No, I have not seen anyone I like. And yeah. I'm going to keep Manus, going to Manus got out for 13, I believe, to Jimmy Anderson. And now they're all like, oh, it's all set. Anderson has his measure for the Ashes. I'm like... No, it's just <laughs> Manus can't face bowlers over the age of 35. James <laughs> Anderson, that other bloke whose name I've already forgotten, who's like 40, and Trent Copeland. <laughs> Trent Copeland got him out three times. He got him out more than anyone this summer. Trent Copeland. It's just old bowlers who are near the end of their roads have Marnus's number. Craig Brathwaite with the double G at the end's playing. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we know Hanscom got, got not many. Ten. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done. Now, I don't know who this is, but I like his name. Nick Gubbins batting at three. Gubbins or Gulbins? Gubbins. Okay. G-U-B-B-I-N-S. Right. Nicky Gubbins. Yeah, the Gubster. Tim Murta. It's an Irish player yeah, batting at 11. So, Howdy ball. Mohamed Abbas had a good game that one game. He did. Murtar's bowled four overs, none for 11. Dan Worrell's playing in this game. Yeah, he, he, he had a good game a few weeks back. Or was none it this for 47, game? no, it was last game. Yeah. They play him pretty quickly back to back over yeah. there. It's a they, bit different. Which you want to see in the shield. Billy Root batting. Do you reckon he's relation to Joe? I believe it's his younger brother. Really? I could be wrong. Wow. But I believe it could just be my brain linking two things that aren't links. But I, I think I've seen like some post about Billy being related to Joe. Maybe it was just satire and it was just saying how they share a surname and Billy isn't very good. Did you see Joe Root pulled out the uh, the Peter Siddle shades? No, I didn't. He not. looked like even more of a nerd. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for Siddle stats. Stuart Meeker. Meeksy. Ollie Robinson. Joe Sarrow. Yeah. Siddle must be not far off here, surely. Surely. I don't remember who he plays for. Yeah, they all just sound the same. They're actually all the same team. That's what it seems like. Sex and shirts. That's all they are. Jack Leach. Ian Holland. This man has to be related to John Holland. Yeah, he's the Victorian bloke? Yeah. I... I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure, but I've, I know the one you're talking about. I just feel like in the face, even it looks yeah. slightly similar. Quite all Jonathan I like. want is my Peter Siddle update. That's all I want. Paul Walter, <sighs> Stephen Malani, Malani, Peter Siddle. None for thirty-eight or thirteen overs. Respectable. Shane Snater taking the three for. 
There's always some random English bloke you've never heard of. It, it's the it's the county cricket Simon Mackins who just go and take the wickets. <laughs> These the are the people I need to get on match chats. Yep. The question is, I haven't seen Michael Hogan's name. Is he being rested? Is he not playing? He is ancient. <laughs> How old is he? 52. What? No, he's not. I was going to say. I'm searching it up. Michael Hogan. I think he's 40. Or around 40. Michael Hogan. It came up with comedian, Canadian actor Michael Hogan. Oh, Hogsy. <laughs> Cricketer. Oh. Glamorgan, 2013 till present. Give me his agey dog. Wait. I'm waiting. Wait. I've been waiting. 39. Mm, that's and he's about to turn 40 this month. Oh, what what date? 31st of May. Damn, just missed it. And then it says people also search or Chris Cook. Nathan Remington. Dan Dowthwaite. Andrew Slater. Nick Selman. Look, I assume these are people in his yeah. county side. I don't know how people think Michael Hogan and don't immediately think Nathan Remington. Seem like similar, similar men. Yep. And then you put in a Simon McInerney and David Moody in there. How did how did WA ever actually waltz into a Sheffield Shield game with that bowling lineup? You have to question it. Coulton Isle was like the star. Joel Paris was occasionally in there when he was Australia's next left armour. Yeah. Do you reckon he'll ever come back? No, not as big. Uh, the thing about county cricket that I find is for some reason, as much they're more teens than us there. They yeah. probably are. Yeah, but like, more. they're so... like. We always shaft our retirees pretty quickly. Yeah. They just let them keep playing for as long as they want. Yeah, there's like mid-40-year-olds. Well, yeah. they have that many teams where they yeah, have to I like stretch so. the, the quality and the talent over so they can afford to keep the old blokes in, whereas here you've only got, what, six teams? So it's like, boom, there's young players coming through. We want them now before anyone else. I want to see, like, in the county, how they have all these international players coming over. Yep. I want to see some niche players coming over and play for WA or for Queensland. But I'd only want that if we're having, like, two two teams per state. Yeah. Because it I'd, would limit the niche Australian yeah, players. Yeah. At the end of the day, the, the most important thing is niche Australian cricketers. That's more important than anything else in cricket. Niche Australian cricketers. Nice. Who do you think, off the top of your head, would you name... Like in the next five seconds, as your niche Australian cricketer, it would have been Peter Hatzoglu, but he just isn't anymore. Mm, he's nearly not niche. No, he's not anymore. I'd say he's not niche because Big Bash. It's funny mm. when they come through the Big Bash, and they're like, "You've never heard of him?" Because I remember that first game, we were like big Peter Hatzoglu fans because he was just ripping yeah. ridiculous wrongins. No, they were they were like. They weren't even wrong, and they were like swinging the yeah. air, and I'm like, he's bowling like, what is happening? How but is he swinging? But them? it was great, and so, you know, he was clearly our favourite to start, and then everyone got everyone got on board. You know, we mm. just have a thing with this. Your Sam Hazlitt's, Riley Meredith, your Tim O'Maddox. Yep, we just start things. Um, sorry, my nichest, uh, Jaden Goodwin. Straight off the top of your head, yep. I don't. He's not with WA anymore in any any capacity okay. though, is I'm he? I'm not sure. Matt Willans. <laughs> Matt Willans. Jack Corey Rockacholi. Rockacholi. I just want him to play a game. Yeah, just one. Where is Brad Hope? Give the people what they want. Vo- Brad Hope. Boggy. Voges. Vogues. Bloke, bloke plays a good series against the West Indies and reckons he can do whatever he pleases. He does. Um, now, the reason you've got your paper. Okay. Uh, you've, so, now, you've decided a reason now? Well, I wanted to see, because I said we'd do it at some point. I thought maybe we can try and discuss it on the podcast. Yeah. 
because we wanted to try and come up with our ideal Australian summer schedule. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to write this out. Oh, look, we're just, we're just going to talk through it. Yeah, okay. And just if you want to write something, you can. So first thing I'm going to look at is when the T20 World Cup's scheduled. Okay. Because I feel like that's already a concern. Yep. To be honest with you. Naturally. So T20 World Cup uh, 2020. I believe it's scheduled for October. I'm going to check. We'd have to look 2021, wouldn't we? That's you? correct. Yeah. I'm a stupid man. I forget what year we're in. You are a stupid man who forgets what year we're in, aren't we? Aren't you? Aren't you? Oh, I'm so silly now. Dates. Here we go. Here we go. Dates. October to the 13th of November. Okay. I do not agree with that at all. Just in... Well, obviously, it's a world comp, so it's yeah. not like it... It just upsets me because... I believe if we go to past Ashes series, let's go to 2010-11. Yeah. To 2010-11. Yeah, I see. We do have an Ashes at home. Ashes would start in November. Yeah, it usually starts the last week of November. 25th of November was... So you're not going to start the first Ashes no. test 12 days after. That's preposterous. So all of a sudden, there's already an issue. There's already an issue, Hayden. There is. And issues arose. And we, we need to figure it out because at the end of the day, as Australians, and, you know, we can say this, um, the Ashes is the most important thing in cricket ever. Oh, of course. There's nothing more important than the Ashes. And the T20 World Cup, for me, ranks probably like five to ten in terms of most important series or competitions. The Australia-India-England Tri-Series is more important to me than a <laughs> T20 World Cup. Bring back the Tri-Series. All right. So... Do you think with that October to November window where they're playing in the T20 World Cup, <coughs> excuse me, you're excused. Do you think the Shield could kick off at that point, or would it would it not work? I think it could. It it definitely should. Just for a matter of, we're we're naturally going to have you know maybe eight blokes, nine blokes who are locked, probably twelve locked total with some spots up for grabs. So the ones who aren't in that T20 squad can battle it out in the Shield. So naturally, I think that would be very important. But another thing that I think is quite preposterous is, as much as I don't like T20 cricket, the fact that it, it starts in October, you think how much T20 cricket there's going to be from now to then. There now won't be any IPL, and if it is, it'll be, you know, IPL's only that select few. Mm. So it's like, you know, you're only getting a look at a few blokes. There might be the England T20 slam, but what big T20 competitions are you having? We're not having any series. I think we might have won. But it's like, as much as I don't like T20s, we should be having more T20s being played, and COVID may have something to do with it. Yeah, but of course. How are you going? Been how are you, yeah? How are you going to pick a T20 squad in October? We're going to be basing with, it off like the Big Bash from last yeah. season. So it's just it's preposterous. So it's like, do you maybe start like the Big Bash in September for a block of games? Now, this is what I was going to bring up very shortly. Uh, First of all, my question that I was going to ask, just off the top of your head, do you think they're taking Daniel Sams to India, yes or no? Do we, is that where the World Cup is, India? Well, oh, that's right. It was supposed go to, to, yeah. It'll probably go to the UAE. Yep. Now, off the top of your head, just yes or no. Not our opinion. Do you think they'll take him? Yes. I think they will too. Yeah, especially if we don't have much to 20 cricket, just because he can hit a ball. Mm. So they'll be like, yep. We we want that. Now, it's like the Nathan Cool tonight. He won't get any wickets because he'll score seventy in a one day World Cup. This is what I'm thinking, okay? 
So I'm just skipping through my calendar here. Yeah. I'm going to go to September finished. So we're in October, right? Is it October 1st the T20 World Cup starts? I would believe it literally just says October to November 13th. So okay, so we'll rule out October. Well, no. I don't want to rule out October. No, but ju- just in terms of, I, I think there needs to be, even if it's a block of like two weeks where each team plays four times of Big Bash mm. in September, if you really want to be able, it's not much, but it's still yeah. four games where it could be so much. As much as I agree with that, I just know they won't do it because they only but care this about is, money. this is our ideal. That's story. true. Well, I'm going to tell you what I believe. What? Um, because you've you've posted the idea to me before of splitting the big bash. Yep, it's the only way it works. In- so I'm my a personal opinion. Yep. Okay, when they're overplaying the T20 World Cup. Yeah. Now, how many people go? 15, 16 players. You'd say maybe sixteen, or they might take eighteen. Maybe. Okay. Well, still half those players usually don't play big bash anyway, right? Yep. So what I'm saying is, Friday. October 8th, okay. we kick off the Big Bash. Alright, during the T20 During the World T20 World Cup. Because right. I still think there's going to be enough good players here. And we can split the Big Bash in two. So I think we play these blocks of games. Yep. How many teams are there again? So we have the Scorchers. Eight. Eight? There's definitely eight. Yes. Okay. So what are your, what are your opinions on that? First of all, it's it's not bad. I would go elsewhere, but I understand your train of thought. Yep. So what what would you go with while I'm writing some things I, down? I would have, you know, a block of big bash games to start September, so that way you can it'll help you pick a uh, T20 side, and then after that, I'm not sure what our international scheduling is, but if that works with it, you know, T20s even if it's two weeks, four games. And then two weeks out from October, you pick your side, they start training together. Even if you have maybe before an 11 v 11 of like an Australia A versus Australia T20 match to help you pick something. Um, And then September and October to November, you start doing the split of Shield and JLT Cup. Okay, Okay. So you get a JLT Cup Shield split in there. And then maybe, so November 25th, the Ashes starts, you get Shield, 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 and then maybe halfway through December, you do a few big bash games. I think naturally the Ashes will start later due to the yeah. World Cup. So I'm going to go October 8th, BBL Block 1 starts. Okay. I reckon that Nothing else before October 8th? Nothing else at this point. Okay. Unless unless they do what you said and play a couple of... I wouldn't mind a couple of Australia versus Australia yep. matches, which I think is a great idea, but I just know they won't fucking do it. But it's not about what you know, it's about what you want. Well, that's, then, that's I would what say, we're doing. then I would say before that, then I probably would schedule a three-match T20 series yep. between maybe an Australia A, Australia, Australia A, Australia B, Australia C. I was about to say... What if, yeah, you just did... Tri-series? Yeah, a tri-series between three Australian teams. Because that one could be fun. And two would actually be good for selection reasons. Where you do a tri-series and you say, like, Langer picks a team, Ponting picks a team, and someone else can pick a team. So we know that, obviously, footy's going to dominate at at this point of the year. So we know that when we reach finals, they're not going to play Sunday finals. Yeah. 
So I think that could be a day where cricket capitalises. Yeah. So I reckon we go the very first uh, first match of the series. I reckon we I reckon it kicks off on a Sunday, fifth of September. Okay. So Sunday, September fifth. Yep. And it doesn't matter. So this would be Australia. Australia A, yep, and Australia B. Okay, we're gonna do a tri series. But I don't think you'd call them Australia, Australia A, Australia B. Oh, call, yeah. I think you'd call it like Langer's eleven, Ponting's eleven, and whoever else is doing it. I like that as well. Lisa Stolaker's eleven. That'd be hot. But they they'd go they do like a draft where they each pick like fourteen <laughs> men squads. Maybe. Maybe like a player that won't get picked in it, such as I don't know, Cam Gannon yeah. gets to run a team. Yeah, Bryce Street gets to run a team. George Bailey, George Bailey, and I want George, Sean Tate, and I want George Bailey to select himself. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, I'm making my comeback. He says, yes, yeah, sure, I'm part of the selectors. So I'm selecting myself for this World Cup side. So we got September fifth. Yep. Do they then? How how close together do they play these? I think probably you play the Sunday, a midweek one, then the other Sunday. Yeah, I'd say you try and get it done over the span of a fortnight, so that way you have, you're in India at least or wherever it is at least a week before, and you also have a week together before that as a squad. So you have two weeks as a squad of World if Cup. If you had six matches in total, would everyone then verse each other? Um, I don't believe you need to have six. Let's say Australia play B and C. And then B play A and C, and then C play. That's is that three? Is that literally even no, three? No, no, no. Because okay, so Australia versus Australia A, they versed each other. Yep. Australia versus Australia B, they versed everyone. Then yep. then uh, Australia B versus Australia C. Let's play. We'll just go with six. Oh, oh five. Yeah, they can play each other twice. Yeah, they can play each other twice. Yep. So it's six games. Six games over a fortnight. No, I it goes, no need to have a final. You just have six games. Yeah. Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday. No, Sunday. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, footy. But you could do uh, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. You could. You could. So that's the fifth. And then you would have the eighth for the Wednesday. Yep. Eighth. Tenth. You do you do a Friday. I think you would. If you're going to do six games, because you'd want to get it wrapped up by two weeks before October, just so you can get. I reckon we prepare this effectively and we send it off to Cricket Australia with a big letter saying, "Look, it's time to listen. Think about it. Are we correctly prepared for the T20 World Cup? The answer is no, Hayden. No, we're not. Do we have the time to go through all this now, or is that maybe something we do in our own time? Oh, look, we can still talk a little bit about it at this point. We're only 34 minutes in. We've got two hours left. Yep, naturally. This place doesn't close till 10 usually. It closes at 6 tonight. Okay. So we there's two hours and two minutes left. Okay. And you're like, I've got to be out of here by 4th. <laughs> uh, so 5th, 8th, 10th. Yeah. And then the 12th for the Sunday. Yeah. That's one, two, that's four dates. Yep. So we only need two more. Just do the Wednesday and Wednesday Friday again. Wednesday and Friday again. And if you want, you can have a Sunday final. If you really wanted to. That's it. Or you could name the side on the Sunday. Oh, yeah. At a big press conference. Yep. 
where all the players come out and get presented with their shirt. Maybe not, because that'll be like a bachelor situation where someone's <laughs> gonna, you're just going to see the depression and disappointment on their face. But I think, yeah, instead of them being called up, it goes to the world like they do. This is our side, and it's like, you know, Steve Smith. And then he, he breathes a sigh of relief. And then he gets to like, you know, the 14th, 15th selection, and they're like, Andrew Ty, and everyone's losing their mind because how did Andrew Ty get another <laughs> go round? And then you, you have this series, Smith doesn't perform. Yeah. And it, it's just sitting there like, I didn't perform, but like, you know, will they, will they yeah. back Smith in still? And, and it gets to pick 18, Steve Smith still hasn't been taken. <laughs> oh. oh, I like it. I like it. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Fifth, eighth, tenth, twelfth, and then we had the. Fifteenth. Fourteenth? Tenth. Fifth, eighth, tenth. Fifth is a Sunday, eighth is a Wednesday, tenth is a Friday. 12th was a Sunday, 15th. Yeah, 15th and, and then, then 17th. 14th for the last one and then 17th final. Or 17th selection. The 17th would be the last one on the Friday. Oh, and yeah. then the 19th would be... Selection. Selection. Yeah. Like, that, look, that's a winning World Cup strategy. Yeah. And, on top of it, obviously it'd be hard to do. Yeah. Create a few dust bowls. For us yeah. to play on. Yeah, like doctor pitches. You know what we're going to have to do as well? Footy will be on. Yeah. They're going to have to play Monica. They're going to have to play down at Lilac. They'll play at the Wacker. The Wacker! Bring back the Wacker! The doctor the Wacker pitches. Oh, oh, I'm feeling sexually advanced for this. No. Actually, just play after they've played footy. Ooh. <laughs> because the pitches will be doctored, you know? It's already done enough. you got to expect what you're going to expect in India. So at this point now, so the 19th of September, that all comes to a wrap. Yeah. The team prepares, they fly over, yep. we're ready to go. A week later, start the Shield. No, no, or Big I, Bash. I, I, that can be your opinion. I think Big Bash. Now, 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 I'm sorry, now I know where we are. I think, yeah, start Big Bash. I'd go October 8th, the Big Bash is on. Yep. And you do that through to the start of November. Now, how many games were played last season? Because we know it got to too many. But I think you could play that amount. Each team played each other twice, mm. correct? So there was each team played fourteen games. So fourteen. There would have been fourteen eight. rounds. In in essence, fourteen rounds. Fourteen games of eight. That'd be over eighty games. Yeah, hundred and four. There are hundred four games. No, no, sorry, one hundred and twelve. Are we counting that right? We must be. One hundred and twenty. No, eight times ten. Eight times four. Thirty-two, eighty, one hundred and twelve. Yeah, right. Seems like a lot. It seems like yeah. too much. But if you split that across two. Yeah, then the appetite can build again. Yeah. You're like, well, like people would say, oh, but then, you know, we'd sort of forget the, you know, all the forms gone, all this, all that. But it's like, no, that's, that's part of the difficulty. For this first patch, is there a game getting played every day? I don't think so. Oh, maybe. But whatever you do, I think you just play exactly half. You play seven rounds in the span of a month. Because if you do two months' worth of it... So how many games are in a season? 112. 112. So you'd want to get through 56, yeah. potentially. In 31 days for October. You could. And you could go to the start of November. Mm. And then, you know, somewhere like the second week of November, you start the Shield JLT Cup. October back 8th to, back. to, I reckon, until, let's say... You'd give them a week. Oh, November 7th, which is a Sunday. But you've got to think. 
and then you kick off the shield later that week. Like the first but half. You also just got to think about the shield team's preparation for shield cricket. We'd mm. probably be damaging shield cricket because they would have been in T20 mode, T20 mode, no time to prepare for true domestic cricket. All right, in that case. So maybe maybe you get a week earlier, and again, it's like a two week preparation for each each state. Maybe October 1st. Well, what date is the grand final this year? Um, is sorry, it, my shoe came off. I had to is put it, it back an on. O- is it a. Uh, it's not an October Grand Finals year. It is the last yeah. Sunday in September, I'd yep. assume. So, so I reckon October 1st. October's the summer of cricket. October 1st is when we kick into Big Bash. That's a Friday night start. Perfect. Perfect. And you play two games. On the Friday. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Two games of Big Bash. Heck it, bro. Freak it. Two, six over the weekend. Yep. Every team plays over that three-day period. <laughs> Round one out of the way. Yeah. Round one. That's your weekend. So October first to October thirty-first, maybe just the month of October. Yep. You got thirty-one days. Yep. To just go all out. The obble, the October Big Bash League. <laughs> okay, so October first to thirty-first. Yep. Even if it's not the full, you could even just even if it was forty-five games, you could get the back end done. Yeah. So I reckon, so that we don't kill players, we go forty-five games. Yep. Forty-five BBL games. Well, you may as well do just 42, given that would be... Oh, yep. no, yeah, eight, so four. How many rounds? Eight, Ten? 16, just give him, 24, 32. You can give them, 40. like, 48 or 40. 40. Because that'll, that'll be five or six rounds. Let's go 40. Okay. Let's go 40. Five rounds. So that's how the season should begin. Yep. That's how it should begin. And then you get Shield and JLT Cup, because... Like the one day cup is one just fun and two, you know you can you can go easy on the JLG Cup even if you want. You can play like a couple, and then after like the first two, you have a break where it's just Shield. Yeah. Over the summer and then January you can take a break from the Shield. Uh, like once the last test, once the fourth test is done, and you're getting into the fifth test, stop the Shield. Because, you know, after that fifth test, there's no real test cricket to be played, usually. And the Shield could wrap up in a March sort of feel, like what we had this year. Because it feels like summer goes on forever. Because, yeah, because then you have January to February, you whip out the Big Bash. That's the time you want it out. And then March and April, you can finish off. You can even chuck a couple JLT Cup games in at the end of December, just to, in case there's one day is afterwards. Alternative small idea. Yeah. Is there a pat? Do we? Does the big bash? As much as I I like the the two the the, the split. Yeah. You know that for example, cricket Australia are gonna they want that uh, New Year's Eve game. Yeah. For example. So you can start it back New Year's Eve. Then it, do, do they want a Boxing Day? They they do love their Boxing Day. Start it back Christmas Eve. Does it start? Does it start back, or is there a mini middle period? <laughs> no, you can't do three wow. lots. No, you, you don't need do it. Maybe, maybe when you reintroduce, you have JLT Cup games over that week. So like one day is on Boxing Day. So after the Boxing Day test is done, you go to a domestic one day, whichever one you please. You know, then there'll be like one New Year's Eve, one New Year's Day. So when the cricket's done. You know, there's, when the test is done, it's it's JLT Cup time, baby. Because then you're giving the fans what they don't know they want, but what they need. Fair. I can I, I like it. 
I yep. like it. I think we should park this conversation for now because I feel yep. like we can get back on and we can both come with our arguments and points yep. all together. Come prepared. And we can really discuss this because yep. I'm excited to where this is yep. leading. Okay. What's uh, next on the agenda? Oh, look. It's a long, long, it was a intermittent long period. Um, I still have nothing written on my piece of paper except a penis that I used uh, as the test for whether or not the pen worked. <laughs> nice. Cool. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to talk about, a bit of Swedish cricket. Yep. Uh, you haven't played a game this haven't season yet. Haven't even been to a single game yep, yet. No. Fair enough. Uh, we're sitting one on one, okay. which is exciting. This is the week, though. Oh. Uh, Andy Law's playing. Yeah. Jason's playing. Two big names. Can you pronounce Jason's last name? Quintalani. Quint- that's a good effort. I'd say it's something like that. No. You, you feel like you want to say Quintalini, but maybe. you know it's probably not. Quinty Yarny, maybe. Maybe the L's are silent. They're a maybe. Yar. 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 Who knows? Uh, I'm excited for the debuts. Do we know if Jason has played any cricket? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Fair enough. What's going to happen this week? And I'm going to put this in the group chat, and I'm going to go live very soon yep. to, to give them the, the rundown. Um, we're going to put all the names in a hat, yep. and we're going to draw out for the batting order. Okay. So it could go anyway. Have you got a hat? Oh, I've got a hat. Oh, there you go. You've and we have paper. And we have paper. And we have pens. Wow. So... Make sure you tune in. Uh, I'll share it to the Matt Chats Facebook page as well. Well, it'll, it'll be, you feel like there's no point us saying it now because if we're going to do it now... But you can go back and watch it. Yeah, this episode will come out later. Yeah. You can go back and watch it. You'd hope the fans have already watched it live. Exactly. Like, oh, shit. Right. And then we'll talk about it. They go, oh, the link. Yeah. The it link. Lines up. That's what they were talking about. Yeah. Uh, Are you going to go live now through Matt Chats? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Just as much as I'm tempted, I feel like it might be a bit boring audio content. Okay. In my opinion. But the 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 the, the summer of cricket scheduling. That, that was, was hot. <laughs> that that was one that gets the fans going. Right. There'll be some listeners going well. The casuals are going to listen and go, "What the fuck is this? They're dragging on." But then the real true cricket nuffies, which maybe is about five percent of your listeners, are going to go, "Oh fuck yeah." Now, one thing I want to talk about, I've got my pen yep. and paper. What are, what are some names do you think we should be targeting for match chats potentially? And and if you are listening and have any names you want me to target, let me know. Get on the Instagram. Um, that's a good question. Again, I, I think it's just a matter of nicheness. We tried for DJ Ben Renner. Yep. Um, Don't stop trying. I'm, I'm not giving up. Yep. Um, another thing I was going to discuss with you. Based on guests alone... Yeah. Like, so, guests that play for like professional clubs at waffle level, or AFL, or have played at a professional level in the cricket world as yeah. well, I'm going to try to put together the match apps AFL team and cricket eleven, based off just like preference or like ones you've had on. Ones I've had on. Okay. So at the moment I've got Sand and Page and Josh Gray in my team. Right. I can get you. I can message around see who wants to come on. Well, we just we're putting the feelers. We're just being slow. Okay. So at the moment. I've I'm, I've decided because I'm going to put him in positions each time. Yep. I've I've got a full forward. Yeah, I'd probably have him as a third tall Sandon. He's going to be my big dog. Okay. I've decided he's he's um he's straight up full forward. All right. Um. Now Joshy Gray told me about his new role. Yeah. He said it's down back. Do I? I've also got a new role down back. Do I get a gig down there? Uh look, that's already stiff. That's so stiff. Well, I wanted you to be the coach, but. This is so stiff. I've seen your coaching preferences at Kenwick. Yep. You brought a strong team down. Yep, I did. So I'm going to go Josh Graff, the half-back flank. I, can, I was playing fullback on the weekend. 
Really? Yeah. John South put me in the middle 10, ten minutes into the first quarter. <laughs> I, I ran to uh, the, the inside 50 because he was like, oh, go, go half forward. Ran to the inside 50. He's like, no, no, get in the center. We don't have anyone center. Get in the center. So I ran to the guts before the ball's even thrown up. I'm out of breath. And um, ball gets thrown up and I'm just like, I get in there and I'm like, I'm not even going to attempt to get this ball. I'm just going to find one man and just tag him. Yeah. I don't even care if he hasn't got a disposable yeah. game. I'm just picking one of their mids every time and I'm just tagging him. I got like three touches, nice. a couple of decent handballs. Second quarter starts. Naturally, I, I didn't go to any of preseason, so I'm on the bench. Yeah. And then one of our wingers come off. Saf looks at me and he goes, you're an endurance machine. Get on the wing. Is that what he said? Uh, yeah, well, no. He, <laughs> he said, coach, get on the wing. He said it with his eyes. Yeah. I ran on the wing. I just ended up playing halfback, so I was like, I'm just going to play behind the footy the whole nice. time. Um, you know, play a bit defensive. And uh, then third quarter rolls around, and I come on, and I'm halfback, and then eventually I just end up becoming fullback, taking on their big toll. And nice. I tell you what, Matt, I conceded one mark at the start of my venture down back when I was at halfback. At that point, were you like, this is not going well? Well, no. Then I was just like, I thought I did enough, but I didn't. It was a very good kick, to be fair. Like, he was leading out. I was on his tail the whole time. But then I think it was like a shanked kick because it's gone to the right as he's leading at them. Uh, But, you know, I haven't been able to read it. He hasn't really been able to read it, but it sort of just made it easier because we were sort of drifting left so that he could reach out further. We had to really reach out, so I wasn't getting my hands to it. Oh. But then I didn't let a single touch nice. get on anyone I played on. Did um? So do I get the fullback role? That's the question I have to ask to play I'll on. I'll let you know. I'll play on Sandon if I have to. So Josh Gray's my halfback. Okay. Like, yep. uh, in the Cricket 11, we've only got two bowls. At the moment. We've got Usman Kadir and Ryan Duffield. Yep. Uh, do I get the gloves? I'm this try- is fucking. I'm trying bullshit, to go with the Matt. professional professional players. This is bullshit. Whatever. <laughs> um, get your own ones. I won't help you. Get Ryan Duffield apparently is a, probably a better bat than Usman. But I'm, I'm going to bat Usman at ten. I'm well, you don't have to bat Duffield at eleven. Yeah, I will. I, I know they're both bowlers. Okay. So we need to get some batsmen. Yeah. Uh, I did hear that apparently you guys got murdered in Colts. Is that that's what Colts? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We're, it's it's the same as four years ago. Where other than me, Colby, and one other bloke, everyone's seventeen or eighteen, oh and you know obviously it's another twenty ones. So there's another league. building block here. Yeah. So there's literally uh, three of us left from the side four years ago. Four of us. Two of them are playing league. And two of us are in Colts. Nice. Uh, I also heard from Colby. Now, I don't know if this is down to your weights training. Yep. He goes, oh, Goose just kept laying these really good tackles. I don't know. Do you feel stronger? Um, somewhat. I, they weren't a very big team. Okay. Uh, but I know the first week I tried laying a couple tackles and I just wasn't, I wasn't landing them. Mm-hmm. But then this week, um, I really started to get around the lads. I just yeah. thought, I don't know any of them. And Let's I just, add a bit of spice Well, to I just thought, you know, the only way I'm going to get to know them is if I just throw my arms around them with love and embrace. And so then you really start to want to play for them once you get to know them. And I think, I don't know if it was just like a subconscious thing. But I know one of, probably my best tackle was because I like spoiled this ball. It's come back. I've like crumbed it from the air, like picked it up from my spoil. Mark wasn't given. I run on someone's coming to smother me, and as I see him like go like the, like to smother it, I like try to change my mind last minute from a big kick because I see the winger coming at me to a short stab, yeah, and shank the kick. It like dribbles along, so I'm like I'm just gonna go at this ball. Someone like picks it up, and as they pick it up, I just pile drive them. Nice, it's very good tackle, but um, that was probably the one Colby was thinking of. But I heard Colby kicked a goal. He did, and it was great. I yelled out. 
can't shit tits from from the end of the field. Nice, cool. Very excited. Um, everyone everyone loves Colby. They're they're so intrigued by the fact that he rocks up with a durry and a Red Bull, and they're like, <laughs> "People do this? How do people do that?" I thought that was just a joke. Thought that was just a funny meme. Like no, I um, <laughs> senior cricket baby, senior footy baby, both. Yep. Uh, I did have because Colby. I saw Colby in the morning because he had yep. to borrow my white shorts. He did. Yes. Uh, so I gave him to him, and he was basically like, "This team's like apparently is pretty rubbish. I think we're a chance." No, didn't go well. No, no, they're they're like not as good as the top teams, but like our team is just they haven't played senior footy before, yeah. so it's like they have zero idea what they're doing in terms of structure. They're used to junior footy where it's just everyone plays individual game. Yeah. Whereas this is a lot more team based, and you have to really try. At the a lot moment, of them, it's just about keeping them together. Yeah, a lot of them don't just put effort in, which is a main issue. Not not so much like they don't try at all, like Jordan Degoe, but more like <laughs> they sort of just half-ass everything. Now, we're nearly done. We are. Wow. Uh, before we go, is there anything you want to bring up? Anything you want to talk about? Um, I think there was, but it just it, it cast it away from you. my brain purely because of how in-depth we got with that, that, that fixturing. Yeah. That my brain's now just... A combination of that and <laughs> being hungry. Nice. What do you think I should get to eat? Mm. Had a chicken burger from uh, uh, this this like lunch deli in Malaga near where I work. Um, pretty disappointed by this lunch bar. Um, got there, you know, she was serving everyone with such happiness and grace. First time there, um, she she barely even looks me in the eye the whole time. So off to a bad start. I'm like, all right, whatever. Don't show me any respect. It's okay. And then I was like, can I please get um, a chicken burger and a chips and gravy? Sorry, rata chips. She just served the person. Bullshit. Just served the person in front of me chips. Like, wow. rata chips. I'm like, okay, whatever. Can I just have a chicken burger? Still doesn't look me in the eyes. Just hands me the FOS machine. Like, this feels like very rude customer service. Chicken burger was all right. Pricing was okay. I thought, you know what? Screw this. I'm never coming back here. That's fair. So my, my quest continues. I hear somewhere around Malaga there is... Hot chips and gravy for three fifty. That does the job, and it's like packed. So wow. I'm looking forward to finding that one day. There's also a uh, new Sport FM, I be- and right near Ian's, because yep. um, Sport FM is close to Ian's. I think it was barely a lunch bar. I don't mm. know. Lunch bars really they go off they're, if they're good. Yeah, they're they're pretty pretty up there. And good prices usually as well. I was yeah. impressed with this one. I got a nice continental roll yesterday from this place in Osborne Park because um, I was on site at like this Volvo place just making like frames and shit and so then i went to this italian place and got a continental roll which i was quite happy with nice um, but i don't know where to go today don't know what i do from here do i go home and cook something i can't really be asked i don't want to have something like big and disgusting because i'm gonna gym with sean after this yeah so plus you said you're going out later yeah well, i don't know if i'm going out for dinner because he said seven and we were initially going to the fed at five thirty, but now i don't think we are I think we're just meeting up in Freo at 7, going on a cute date, I imagine. Nice, that's hot. Yeah. Hopefully uh, you get lucky. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that I do get lucky with an <laughs> AFL player. Invites me to Brownlow night in eight years' time. That'd be that'd be really hot. Yeah. I don't think I would. You get would. lucky or get invited to Brownlow night, that is. But Would that be the dream if one of maybe your ex-guests were like, Hayden, I'm bringing you to Brownlow? I think it would just be pressure if they did, because it was like, who are they going to take, me or Seb? Yeah, that's true. Can he? Can you bring a double no, date? I couldn't. I couldn't imagine. I also feel very out of place. Do we know? Do you know? Are you close with two players that are at the same club? I think different clubs would be better. Mm, maybe. Seb's maybe. close with Denver because they went to school together for of a course. while. Um, 
I'm close with Shannon, uh, Kane Baldwin from Essendon, probably the two closest that come to mind. Is Kane Baldwin the one that's going to introduce you to Boost? No, that's Luke Edwards. Luke Edwards. I still haven't had a Boost. We were supposed to do a video and then things happened. He's probably messaging me like, Luke, I really want a Boost. (laughs) Never had one, Luke, now I want a Boost. Now I want a Boost. Damn, should I just get Boost and not tell anyone? (laughs) Maybe. Oh, no. Should message Luke, see how he's going. In a while. Is he playing AFL? Is he he's a waffle with West Coast. Ooh, nice. Yeah, because he, he got drafted to West Coast. Yes, that's I right, remember. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Did I? I'm. Don't hold me to this. I was oh, reading what? an article today. That Pretty article, sure he was in the mix this week. Luke Edwards. But there were three players because Barras didn't get up. Luke Foley. You think it might have been yeah. Luke Foley? Damn. Yeah. I got excited. No, it wouldn't have been Luke Edwards. What, what role does Lukey play? Uh, outside mid. He can play halfback. I believe oh. outside mid, halfback, but more comfortable in an outside mid role. I'm not sure what he's doing with the waffle. I haven't spoken to him in a while. Send your regards. I will. Well, Hayden, it's been an absolute pleasure. It has. Um, I'm sure you'll be on again in the future. Oh, should we just discuss to the people about oh. our quest for the steak sandwiches? Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's okay. talk about that real quick. So, um, it started with... Oh, do I, no, I'm not going to have a steak sandwich. That's preposterous. Um, <laughs> um, it started blasters with open. Blasters uh, in Rivelle. I, I went there once uh, for a few casual beers, and I got a steak sandwich, and I was like, this is the greatest steak sandwich I've ever had in my life. So, it was your birthday, and I thought the greatest gift I could give you is showing you Blasters You're steak sandwich. You're telling me about it, and I'm like, oh, okay. And we get there, yeah. and I have it, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. He's right. It was it was pricey. It was twenty nine bucks. You add bacon to it for an extra four. I think I got the double steak. You did get a double steak, which I was like, wow, okay. Core blimey. And then, you know, pretty impressed with that. Yeah. The caramelized onion was the hero in that. It is. It's unbelievable. I don't know how they do it. Chips are average. I feel like that's always a certain part of it. The chips are like the sidekick. But caramelized onion was the hero of that steak of sandwich. The aioli was also very nice. And then you get to the Carlisle Hotel watching the footy and we think, let's get the steak sandwich. And what was the hero of that one? It was something The about beetroot. The beetroot. Yes. They went with a tomato uh, chutney for the tomato flavor, but a beetroot for the juice, like the juiciness, mm. which was amazing. It was nice, but it was nothing on blasters. It was nothing on blasters, but it was still good. And again, the aioli was good. Chips were all right. Bit too much rocket. Um, I like Rocket, but it, it was a point where sometimes when you were chewing, you would just get a chew that was almost entirely Rocket. One of my favourite parts of the Blasters steak sanger was the fact that they put the Rocket under the steak on the bottom. Which is where it should be, naturally. Yep. Um, and then it was, you know, all the talk. All the talk of the town. CY O'Connor's. Best steak sandwich in the world. Best steak sandwich in WA. Best steak sandwich in WA. It's not even the best steak sandwich in CYO O'Connor's. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> like, goodness. That was... It wasn't shit. It was six but, out of ten. Yeah. Roast just... beef on a steak sandwich? That was strange. It wasn't bacon. There was slices of roast beef in it. At least put gravy. Oh, like, just dip like... that roast beef in gravy, baby. Um, what was... There was something... Mushrooms. They had mushrooms in that one, which I was a fan I of. I did like the mushroom element. But still, the roast beef was preposterous. If you're going to do roast beef, you make it like a Wagyu. Or yeah. like a brisket. You don't just do roast beef. <laughs> I remember saying, like, oh, this isn't bacon, Hayden. Didn't believe you. Then you dipped it in ketchup. I did. But the, you could tell that they just didn't have any any aspirations with the chips when they serve it with ketchup. Yeah. If my chips are served with ketchup instead of an aioli, I can tell there's no aspirations for these chips. That's fair. 
If you have a steak sandwich that you think is the best one, yeah. get we, we on need Instagram. To get message us. Yep. Uh, if I don't go out tonight, you want to go grab a steak sandwich somewhere? Sure. Okay. If you let me know, I will. I'll be ready. I'll give you a message. Um, it's been great. It has. I look. How long has this been? Nearly an hour. We're at an hour. We're is that all? Yeah. Oh, let's keep talking. We've got three hours left. Two oh. hours left. We're gonna call it a day. An hour and a half left. I don't. Uh, you're a busy man. I am. I'm so busy. <laughs> you look like you're here for business. Yeah, working for. Probably. I mean, you would. Oh no, you probably look like you're here for a party more. <laughs> I feel like. Um, also, sorry. You're I fine. just. I found out that you know the whole thing where it's like you walk in somewhere with high vis and it's like people don't question what you're doing. Yeah. I was just walking around. Pretty much lost through Osborne Park Hospital. Yeah. Because someone took me in there to like drop some things and pick some things up. I mm. couldn't remember the way we came. So I was just walking around. And just no one questioned me. Just walking through doors. Just like a bloke in high vis with stuff. So I feel like we could genuinely just walk into like a carousel with like a trolley. Not like a shopping trolley, but like a wheelbarrow trolley. And just pick up one of their pot plants and leave. Even just a toolbox. Yeah. And just like pick something up and just leave. Like... <laughs> Just undo one of the benches <laughs> and just leave, and no one would question anything. They'd be like, oh, he's in high, he must, that's the yeah. reason. Be like, oh, now the new one's coming. There'll be a bloke coming in with a new one. <laughs> he should be just behind me. He's just grabbing yeah. it off the truck. And that's if you even get questioned. Yeah. Walk in with a hard hat, get some caution tape around it. I made it real legit. So it's like, hey guys, can we just clear out from this space, please? It'll be, I, I can go, to, I can even like go the extra mile, go to one of like the security guards and be like, Hey, mate, sorry, um, foreman's a little bit late. I just wanted to get this wrapped up as quick as I could. If I take off this bench, wrap up this area, you're just able to make sure no one comes through here? <laughs> no, make... I'm trying to think of a story. And it, was it you who told me? <laughs> me, me and Ian at Levers, stealing a plant no, from a shopping no. centre. Oh, not that one. It's something else. And it was, maybe it was Peter that told me. Do you remember? Does it, I'm just going to mention something because yeah. I don't know if it's you told me. Do you know a story involving Coca-Cola shirts? No. Okay. It had to have been Peter that told me. So when he, when, when Soundwave was a thing? Yeah. So so Coca-Cola was like the big sponsor of it? Yeah. So Peter paid for ticket and went. There were some of his mates that like weren't going to go. So Coca-Cola was a massive sponsor. Yeah. So they went to and brought these red shirts. They got like this thing and like got the Coca-Cola logo on it. Went to IGA, brought like... 24 hats of coke and like rocked up this is a long story short yeah because Peter would explain it much better rocked up with these things of coke at the gate and was like well like with the the coke street and they got straight in <laughs> and also got backstage <laughs> um allegedly one of the big bands that I wouldn't have known of yeah. uh who they wanted to see they told him what they did and he thought it was mad and they got to spend the day with him in the backstage. Oh, that's great. That's, uh, yeah. I, I wish Pete was here. He could probably talk much better. That's top shelf. But has Pete got on a match chats yet? He has. He's oh, been yeah, on a couple. Too. That's good to hear. Three, exactly. Yeah. Um, Pipped him. One, four. Four. Nice. It was McAdee one. I'm counting it. Yeah, fair enough. He was on two, and then he's been on one in a quiz. Who do you beat in the quiz? Uh, Afro Man. Tim. Oh, Timmy T. Timmy T. Timmy T. Wow. Timbo. Uh, we'll have to get the... I'm not sure you're versing next round. I'll do it written down. It will progress. Just scratch them out. They're going to lose. Oh, wow. Got okay. it. You got you to say big words because at the end of the day, no no one wants someone to go in cowardly. 
That's fair. I don't care if I have zero confidence. I'm not going to let you know that. I understand. Mm. All right. Well, Hayden. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. It has. What should I do with this piece of paper? Um, keep it as a memento. Okay. Actually, I'll let you frame it. <laughs> Thanks. No this has been Matt Chats episode 22. It has. Namaste, Shishenima. Woo!